everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our who are we? <laughs> I'm ecstatic that you asked. Well, my name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-also host. I'm season four, Josh. Season four, Josh. Mm. <laughs> season four. Look at that. We just made we just made some season oh, four. Oh, I love music. that season four music. How did you record that? I had recorded it. It was like so me. good. Gosh, dang it. Well, Oof. Josh and I are childhood best friends. We've been best friends since high school and from beyond and from before, and it's like a metamorphic kind of thing. We come together once a week. We review a movie from our childhood and see how well it's aged, whether it's aged well, whether it's aged poorly. At the end of the episode, we will give this movie a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a well, happy season four. <clears throat> happy season. Happy season four. If we were the show Game of Thrones and we were in season four, ooh, that means. Oh, the, yeah. What would be our better? Right our now? Be, our, that means our better episodes are behind us. Oh. <laughs> leaving space for editing? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a comment on Game of Thrones, not this show. No, man. We're like Breaking Bad. We're only going to do seven seasons. Oh God! No, no, okay. it's great. Uh, do we? Do you have anything? Any? Do we have any new things lined up or planned for season four? Boy, I don't. None of this is usable. Huh? Wow! <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, how no, much no, unusable gotta, gotta, stuff can shut we up. record? We're, I'm editing this episode. No, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, we're keeping it in, and we've got all oh so many new things to be excited about yeah, this season. We're gonna we've have got me and Evan. Yeah. We've got uh, we have no intention yet of bringing on guests, which is a thing that we did last year. No, we'll do it again. We'll I have do that I again. have the intention. We have no plan. For it. I have the intention to do it. I just haven't. Uh... Haven't mustered. This is definitely our. We're just least... jumping in just because we feel like we needed to. Like we yeah. have a plan. This is the least productive break that we ever took. I think from the podcast we At didn't least come not up with. Yeah, I I I spent. <laughs> Usually I've got like a fun plan, and this time it's like, oh, let's just press record. Yeah. Well, that's okay. This is this is like old school. This is like season one. That's what that's what season four is all about. We're going back to season one. Tapes, tapes, tapes. Holy balls i don't know i couldn't do i couldn't like remember anything in season one i need you to like repeat everything you said (laughs) oh you're like my little my little brother my little brother shout outs connor all right josh you want to tell the fine folks what we watched this week for tapes 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 well we watched a pick that evan chose yes <laughs> oh we've have we forgotten how to do this <laughs> did yep, it happen okay. again i right. we'll forget a little bit that's the, that's the fun part no the truman show the truman show is a 1998 american psychological comedy drama film directed by peter weir and starring none other than jim carrey baby Ooh. was this the first like because i'm you know i know he was in that like movie where he's got numbers written all over his face. Twenty three. Kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> I obviously never saw it. No, uh, we, saw you, and I saw it in in theaters. 
What? Yeah, we saw it in theaters no, together. Yes, we did. We saw it. I have in... not seen the movie number twenty three. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, we did. We saw it in Novato. We went with like Kurt Williams Hertz and some what? other random people. Yes. I don't sure. know what that movie's about. Well, it's about how the number twenty three is haunted, but <laughs> but that's not the movie that we're talking well, about. How, wait, we you have one. a full memory of this, yeah, of and course. I got nothing. Season yes. four. <laughs> it's spooky. That's how spooky that movie is. But um, but no, the Truman Show. This is a movie from no, this is from ninety eight. So this was like Jim Carrey was in his heyday. I would say, like late nineties. Yeah, like the majestic, not the majestic. The Majestic was, was another like a, movie that he was in. Yeah, it was a movie that he was in. Yeah, like yeah. that was around this time. It's like everybody loves Jim Carrey time. Yeah, it was. It was as kind a of, serious actor. It was critical acclaim time. He um, he was starting to be in kind of like good movies. <laughs> he'd been in. I mean, Liar Liar. I think is still a fun movie, but he'd been in like The Cable Guy and Ace Ventura. He he was the bat. He was uh, the Riddler and Batman. Um, it was movies that were just not him doing his shtick. Yeah, so this is when he started to kind of move into like, oh, okay, this is this is more of a serious kind of concept, and we'll we'll of course get into um, the the context of this movie. But just to to give a little bit of context, do you want to tell the fine folks uh, a synopsis of the Truman Show? Yeah, this looks good. Okay, here we go. Uh, Truman is a man whose life is a fake one. The place he lives in, in fact, a big studio with hidden cameras everywhere, and all his friends and people around him, there's so many commas in the sentence, uh, and all his friends and people around him are actors who play their role in the most popular TV series in the world, The Truman Show. Wow. So irritated by that sentence. Uh, Truman thinks that he is an ordinary man with an ordinary life, yeah, and has no idea... Uh, how he is exploited until one day he finds out everything will he react dude that was oh, i'm gonna i'm not gonna had, say that who wrote that one we've I don't had some stinkers them. of of synopses <laughs> on this, but my god like that one was so bad that i almost was like we should start over <laughs> Like let's start over. So this movie's this movie. Well, let's just let's just let's parcel through it. So uh, I'm yeah, not going to say that person's name. Yeah, I mean th- this movie, The Truman Show, is. Um, I have a little bit of history behind it. It's it is inspired by a 1989 episode of The Twilight Zone, um, called special called Special Service, um, which is it's a protagonist that discovers that there's a camera in his bathroom mirror. Um, and then he he learns that his life is being broadcast twenty four seven to TV watchers worldwide. Um, yeah. So it, it's inspired by that, and then they kind of just took that idea and fully fleshed it out. This is a reality TV show where Truman, played by Jim Carrey, it, there's cameras everywhere, and the whole world that he lives in is fabricated. Like there's this gigantic there's the world in the world of the movie, the world's largest like sound stage is yeah cons- it's it's like is constructed from space yeah and there's thousands of people that are like background and actors in this being the people in his life yeah 
and it's and it's the, on twenty four seven is kind of the the yeah the thrust of it is that like and this show is the most popular show in the world like in in the movie they they show like there's the Truman Show bar they have like a bar where it's playing twenty four hours a day and so sequenced it, pillows so you like you kind of cut in the movie it cuts between people that are watching the show. Um, and then of course, Jim Carrey, just like living his life, being a part of this show. Um, and he finally, through a series of, of, of kind of coincidental events and some mistakes that the show makes, he learns that he's in this show. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's also some people that are kind of trying to show him that he's in a TV show. They're trying to communicate with him, um, so it's really it's a fascinating premise. I remember when I was a kid when this came out, like this was one that a lot of people talked about. Um, just just because it was like it was it was such a unique premise and it was such a commentary on like reality TV that was coming out at the time. Like this was the late '90s and early 2000s, or when reality shows, a la survivor and american idol and all of those kinds of things we're just getting born we're getting born and like real world where you know the the concept of of big brother is always watching and, and broadcasting your every move for our entertainment was really was was kind of coming to the forefront um like that so that was kind of my my childhood memory but i just always have it as like as like a very singular unique movie in my mind well, I can't really think of too many other mainstream movies that were coming out in the 90s that were really this, like, because it's a very absurdist kind of science fiction piece yeah. without being, like, a blatant sci-fi space rigmarole. Like, yeah. it's a very, it's a very, you know, it's a comedy, but it's also very serious while still, you know, maintaining a very, like, unique uh you know I, I'm the other movie that i think of in this time period that kind of uh broaches this topic is like the matrix but that's yeah that's a, a couple years later completely different style and genre yeah and but it's still it still ta- it tackles a lot of the same ideas it's like what if the the reality that you perceive is not you know the actual reality what if there's something beyond that and yeah. you're watching this person kind of like uh, unravel those things and discover what's what's behind it. And yeah, I, I, so I guess my my ch- I have a very large portion of my childhood uh, dedicated to this movie, especially with my family. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me about that. Oh, they love we loved this movie. I mean, we yeah. we were all Jim Carrey fans. Well, me and my mom, my dad just kind of like he was like, OK, this guy's kind of funny. Oh, my uh, God. Even th- that is like the highest praise that we could eke out of your dad. <laughs> yeah. Is oh, yeah. this guy's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think he even said that. It was just kind of like the folded arms sit on the couch that was just kind of like he would go, this guy's too much, but he would laugh at all the funny parts. <laughs> I love Bob. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I do, too. <laughs> but he uh, yeah, we watched we watched we watched this a lot. This was this. Yeah. Was, I think we owned this one on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. We and for sure own this one. 
this kind of had this had a big swing in two points of my life one in shot as as a child Mm -hmm. uh, because it was a jim carrey movie and it was just a fun movie but in college i took i i was in a theater degree Mm -hmm. and one of the classes that i took was was my favorite taught by dale luciano uh uh it was called forms and meanings and it was a class dedicated to the study of most of the more of the more like postmodern absurdist kind of dadaist art in performance that exists both historically and just kind of now Mm. and uh this movie came up a lot because Mm. it is it is i think there's a lot of like what's that painting where it's like the the purse the figure and they're wearing a hat but there's an apple in front of the face oh it's it's a is it a norman rockwell painting yeah something like that yeah i i wish i i remembered more about the stuff that we talked about in that class but i feel like there's a lot of like classic absurdist art references and things that happen in this movie i could be talking out of my ass about this yeah but uh no. It just has that feeling to it. Yeah, well, it's it's like a perversion of Americana. Like that's the world that that he lives in, and so yes. it makes sense that there would be a lot of imagery. I mean, I've never I've never been in a situation where I like dissected this movie shot by shot, but definitely there is a, a strange disconnect, right? Because the world that Truman lives in is like. 50s 60s americana which was very nostalgic for the older generation of people in the late 90s right like they they kind of have that memory but it does take place in the 90s like in in the quote-unquote real world that's outside of truman's little bubble um so that that is really fascinating that like that is what people want to watch is a is this reflection of themselves from 30 years ago like that's fascinating to me that's not surprising at all honestly yeah. especially being that it was the 90s so you don't really have too much access to the internet yeah right or like tiktok so we got the truman <laughs> show that's how we like relive our nostalgia that's true no i know it is it's Who's just doing weird the little the 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 little tiktoks where it's like what's a video that lives in your head rent free <laughs> yeah nobody's doing yeah no we're we're all we're all little performers now thanks to oh. thanks to social media but yeah this movie uh some some other things that are worthy of note um it is uh jim carrey's highest scoring movie um according to really? Rot- rotten tomatoes yep he has a a 95 percent oh. on rotten tomatoes and yeah, I don't really. I mean, it it was nominated for some some awards at the Academy Awards, but it didn't win any. Um, Ed Harris was nominated for Best Supporting. A bunch of people thought that Carrie was going to be uh, nominated for Best Actor, but but he he didn't. So that's it's kind of interesting. You love mm. awards. <laughs> I uh, I'm tr- I wish I could think of who else. Was nom- I don't want to get into like who was nominated that year, but I could understand why in '98. Yeah, I don't know. Get a nomination because I don't know. He's doing a great job, but there's the there's not like a big 
like emotional change for him besides no i don't want to get into all that yeah i don't know i mean the the academy awards are are they're strange like this movie i mean if if i'm sure if i saw the list of all the movies that won i would be like oh okay but right now like i feel like the truman show has had a, a really interesting and lasting impact including a, a syndrome known as the truman show delusion have you ever heard of that <laughs> I mean, I can. I've never heard of it, but I, I can, I can figure out what it means. It just means that you think that you're on, <laughs> that your life is staged, or that like you know, people are filming I, you. I it's not like real, this, by it, the way, though. I should be clear. It, it isn't recognized by the DSM five, but it is uh, kind of a colloquially. It is a, a a term. I mean, I remembered thinking as a kid, like. Oh my god like is are there cameras on me and stuff which i think really kind of if you already have a very like egocentric personality (laughs) and like kind of self-centered likeness about you this movie really feeds into that like this is almost like propaganda for that it's like yeah everything is about you (laughs) where the world really does revolve around you and people i can imagine people that are like on the cusp of that, just being like, ah, this is the ammunition I needed. Oh, everything's about me. I'm just gonna go into a mall and steal Grand Theft Auto Three, and what? R- nobody's gonna care. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what, what people would have been doing back in '98. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Like Grand Theft Auto Three wasn't out. In Not yet. It was out in 2001. So it is celebrating it how did you know that because i just saw an article today saying here's games that have turned 20 this year and i saw that grand theft auto 3 came out 20 years ago and i was like (laughs) like i i old i old man grunted in in my chair (laughs) Um, (laughs) all right we got to take a short break because i can't wait to hear your opinions of watching the truman show in 2021 so we'll be right back with more tapes 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 after this hey y'all if you can believe it tapes 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 is in its fourth season the boys are once again here to help decide the fate of movies stuck in cinematic purgatory oh no the suspense Remember, you can follow Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Instagram to stay in touch with the show between episodes. You'll find announcements, surveys, and more. If you'd like to take your relationship with the show to the next level and get your credit card involved, find the show on Patreon, too. The boys thank you for your support. All right, now it's time to get back to the show. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, because I picked this one this week... um, I am. I guess I'm deciding that that means that I want to hear your opinion of it first. It's that's I'm never been a thing you. before, but <laughs> for some reason I'm imagining you in like a Miss Piggy style tutu with a with a with a <laughs> wand, and you're just like tapping me on the head, going, "Your turn to go this week. You get to do it. You do it. All right. Well, you you, you do it. Dive in." Okay, uh, Truman Show. It's fine. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> oh, we got we got, we really got mileage behind. Did it you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I did watch it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I just now was like, hmm, did he watch it? 
I don't know. For some reason, I just started and I was like, oh, I don't feel like it. No, <laughs> it's because you hate being told what to do. It has to be your I think idea. That's it. Yeah, it's true. You have to. You have to manipulate. Okay, well then, here. Let me let me try a different. Tack. Okay, let's start. Okay. Over. Let's start. Over. Okay. Okay. Uh, which one of us should go first? Fuck you! I'm going first. Uh, the Truman <laughs> Show is man. I, I it was really it was I had a really good time watching it. Well, to tell you the truth, I didn't have a great time watching it, but uh, why? Because the context or, or just it itself? Well, I think I've seen this movie too many times. Okay. Uh, where you know, to tell you the truth, I I mean, I was watching it and I definitely enjoyed it. I I've I've always had like I love this movie. I'm always happy to watch it. But this time when I was watching it without getting into like my favorite parts or anything. I was watching it kind of like I kind of knew what to expect and I there was nothing that I really got into or that I really took away this time as being like a new discovery which I was kind of looking forward to because mm. it's a it's a big concept piece. Yeah. Um like I wasn't I wasn't surprised by any I probably saw this last like 3 or 4 years ago, maybe even 2 or 3. It hasn't been that long. Mhm. Yeah. Uh it's yeah, probably just, been I, like within the last five years for me. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but like within the last five years, I've seen it. And I, I think I was going into it hoping that I would have like a new, like a new discovery out of it, just because it's, I don't know, it's, it's a fun concept piece, and it's one that I, I treasure, and that I used to watch as a kid a lot. And yeah, I'm finding that those pieces when I watch them now are just they, they hit differently. But this didn't really hit very differently, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, mm. structurally, story-wise, acting, um, like, all my favorite moments that have been my favorite moments are still my favorite moments now. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it, because it just everything's very solid about it, and it, it, I just, I just didn't really get anything new out of it this time watching it, which I was a little surprised by. Yeah, that that's interesting for me to hear because I definitely did get some new things out of it, and I, I think that watching it in this context. I mean, we talked earlier about like social media and and reality shows and like and TikTok as being part of our lives, like so part of our daily lives that there's and and i really do think that with with tiktok is especially we're we're getting to this place where it's like okay no now we just have like it's no longer i mean with instagram and facebook it's like okay here's what all of my friends are doing but now with tiktok it's like here's what all of everybody is doing all the time people are broadcasting themselves for entertainment for and it's just some of the videos that are on there, it's just like somebody puts a camera on something and they don't, nothing fucking happens. It's no yeah. longer like tr- about content creation. Right. It's about, it's it, like, it's footage. just a, well, it's, I mean, I guess it is about content creation. It's just the content is different. Like the yeah. content no longer yeah. has to be yeah. even anything, anything interesting. It, it just, it can just be content for the sake of being content. And that's that's kind of fascinating to me. And this movie sort of it sort of predicts it, but it also like it, it's interesting how what you're supposed to think, I think, the the moral of the movie is like, 
oh, this is wrong that they did this to him. But at the same time, all of those people were watching. Like, all those millions of people all around the world were watching all the time. Like, they're the ones who made who made him the center point of their attention, of their focus. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what we have now. Like, Instagram is... Why is Instagram really popular? Well, because, like, a billion people get on there every day and look at it. And TikTok yeah. is the exact same way. Like, I, I scroll through... I don't even know how many videos every day. And I'm just giving that attention away for free. Like... It's gonna it's gonna continue because because so many people are doing that. I th- I thought that was that was kind of interesting. I, I think that when I was younger, I was re- primarily focused on the idea of it being a an inauthentic world that he yeah. was like awoken to. But now it it really was hitting me how like how nowadays I don't even think people would bat an eye. Uh, like oh there's like a there's a channel where it's 24 7 watching this guy grow up oh, yeah yeah that's really i'll true. watch that every once I mean, in a while <laughs> you know and, and and it's a it's a good point that what p what i and probably other people were getting out of the movie is very different from what generally we're getting out of it now i mean that's that's a really great correlation i personally just i don't know i watched all of black mirror and i feel like i get it yeah like I, I, you know, it's like at least right now, it's like yeah, I, I feel pretty up to speed on my content. That's about, you know, the reflection of social media and reality TV and oh, you know, that's interesting. Bending of reality, yeah. That, like I, I feel pretty good on like all the new, all the discoveries about. I'm sure, of course, there's more, there's more and better stuff out there. But like I was watching this and I'm just kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. We, we yeah, we, I know. <laughs> yeah no i know <laughs> Get that it? Is, yeah that is yeah, so we're, funny because it's it's true that uh, we i mean i personally watch streamers yeah on right which like play a fucking video game or sometimes they're just not fucking doing anything yeah right and i'm like why am i watching this like this person isn't fucking doing anything but it, you know i'm obviously getting something out of it and just like in that show like people are you know they're kind of sidestepping the morality of whether or not this is ethical mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's passive entertainment and it's perfectly encapsulated by the end of the movie when you know he has his big you know moment and he leaves and then the last moment of the movie is like oh huh, huh. Yeah, what else is yeah, on? what else is on yeah that I think that that is so like it's so fascinating I, this this movie I was reading a little bit more about it. Um, apparently the first draft of it was um, was much darker. It was more. Um, it wasn't as funny. Um, well, this movie could have gotten really dark really easily. Yeah, it was more of like a, a thriller, um, and it was called the Malcolm Show. So at some point, Malcolm became <laughs> became Truman. Um, oh, well, that's where. Yeah, Malcolm, and then he had two other brothers, and then he it was Malcolm in the middle, and he was always looking at the camera, talking to it, <laughs> thinking that like he was on a TV show. That's what Malcolm in the Middle is. It's just a sh- offshoot of a Truman Show. You, dude, you made it happen. Mm-hmm. You made that connection happen. I'm proud of you. I love you. I Truman did. <laughs> you Truman did. Um, one other thing that I that I find really interesting about this movie is it's. It's a rare 
Jim Carrey movie where I actually think that you don't need to have... I mean, it, it's it's very entertaining with Jim Carrey in it, but so many Jim Carrey movies are really vehicles for Jim Carrey to kind of do his crazy shtick. But I almost feel like with this movie, you, you could have swapped him out. Like, you, you could have actually had somebody else in the role, and it still would have been entertaining. And I, I don't know, I find that fascinating that, like, that with this kind of a movie where it's all focused on this one guy, it kind of almost doesn't matter who it is. Well, I think about the casting for this role, and I think the the reason, one of the reasons why I would have cast him at the time for this is obviously star power. Oh, yeah. He's the biggest. Because I would want to cast somebody that, you know, in terms of trajectory of the character, they feel like the perfect embodiment of the the city what, what river what are what's the city called oh yeah uh i can't remember westfield or what, something no nah, it's like bay something bayview whatever it's yeah, like yeah. the perfect embodiment which is like it's perfect it's the best place on earth and what better than having somebody that just has like a natural like exuberance to them than than jim carrey but yeah sure you know w- with that comes like all of the jim carrey isms yes and <laughs> even though i didn't really feel like it was too played played into in this movie like i there's a lot of people that could have done this role and probably found a little bit more of like a mental and physical arc with it yeah because jim carrey is still kind of jim carrey at the end in terms of you know where his mind's at he's just like he he sees the truth right but like it doesn't really change his personality or his you know the way that he talks or acts or you know it's like there could there could have been room for more of a more of a change yeah, and I think that that at least at least at this point in Jim Carrey's career, he, you know, this was his first chance to stretch outside of just being like the wacky faced silly man from In Living Color, um, and I, I think you do see him still leaning on his his natural charm a bit, um, which is which is fine. I mean, it still works in this movie because this movie is somewhat presentational it isn't super realistic um, it's meant to be yeah but it, it is presentational in in the way that it that it comes across so it still works that he's like that um it would maybe be interesting to see a, a more serious slant with somebody with more more traditional acting chops like like tom hanks i feel like he would he would do a pretty good job in this role Oh yeah, like he's such great, he's yeah. such an everyman. He's he's so good at that. He's kind of like this this generation's Jimmy Stewart. Um, I guess maybe the previous generation. He's what about what about Bruce Willis? <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> Let's do it. If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> That was a really good Bruce Willis doing. The that was a pretty good yeah. Bruce Willis. Whoa! I kind of surprised myself with that one. You just have to like not care. Whatever, man. Eh. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bruce's yeah. Willies. A dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. <laughs> Why can't my daughter have my music collection? 
I don't know why that that's always the thing that I bring up about Bruce <laughs> Bruce Willis that he got mad at Apple. Anyway, um so Jim Carrey not the first choice he, in, in uh but he still did a good job. I mean, you know, it's still it's still Jim Carrey, it's still entertaining like you're, you know, it it gets extra points for that. But I I found that interesting that like most of the time a movie is a vehicle for him. But rather, this one is like it's just such a, an interesting and fascinating concept itself that it 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 is able to live on its own, um, dis, despite of him or in spite of him. Nothing to write home really about Ed Harris. I didn't really feel moved by his performance. Yeah, he he was very like to me. I mean, he's good looking, <laughs> right? So I'm I'm like okay, I'll I'll look at a good looking serious man. Josh, favorite moments. I think my favorite moment of the movie has always been um, the one of the first moments of the movie when uh, the the light falls from the sky. Oh the, yeah, the, the where it, it. I just think it's, it's so like good. the perfect. I think it's the perfect beginning of the premise of this movie where you have something so visually striking happen that's so bizarre and absurdist. Yeah. And it just happens and no one else is there to experience it. It's just him. And he doesn't know what to do with this information for it's the, the light falling. It's like a park hand light falling. Yeah. And it's the star series, uh, like Sirius or something. Uh, star uh, Sirius. What do you mean? Star- like it's one of the stars that like the, the star, like that's a star in the sky. Oh yeah. Sure. I, I don't remember that. I mean, I just know that, I mean, it's a lab- It's labeled as serious, like which. Is, oh, it is. The- yeah, it's one. Oh. So it's meant to be one of the stars in the sky, and the star has literally fallen from the sky, which is also oh, you know tons dude. of other like metaphor behind it. You definitely have analyzed this movie before. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's yeah. full of it. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, that's that's fast. I would I would be interested in taking a class like that. Or I mean, no, not not really. I'm a full grown man. What do you mean? It's have, fucking great. Well, no, I'm sure it is, but I got I got other things I want to do. <laughs> okay, well, I want to like become fluent. You I want to. Okay, yeah. Let me take that class. Let me go to Ashland. Um, okay. Give up my. I don't think I don't think Dale teaches anything. I think he retired. Oh, so. happy retirement! <laughs> happy retirement, Dale Luciano. Glad we could give you a shout out on the podcast. For for me, I think my favorite moment is. I'm always, I always feel bad because you always pick like a really specific and kind of interesting moment. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, that is actually a good moment. And then I always pick a moment where I'm like, yeah, this is what like fucking everybody thinks of <laughs> these movies. But my, the moment that I'm thinking of is when he is, um, when he's drawing the spaceman helmet in mm-hmm. the mirror. And he's like looking in the mirror and he's doing the little like improv. And you kind of, you kind of learn that he's, He's yeah. sort of talking to himself, but also you kind of know that. And like at the very end of it, he's like, "That one's free," or whatever. Whatever he said, I don't remember what he says. It's yeah. There's the 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 outward of it is like I'm gonna be the dancing monkey, but the inward of it is like this is the last one you guys are gonna get because I'm getting out of here. Right, and it's like it's so good to watch in context, especially when you know what's coming up because he is like looking right in the camera. Um, yeah. So I I really like that that moment, and and I think Paul Giamatti 
like it, that's kind of a fun entrance way for for you to get used to Paul Giamatti's character a little bit more, and then he starts to flip out, and I always like a nervous Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that, but it's true. I like I like a little nervous Paul Giamatti. All right, he always is kind of playing somebody that's going. Ah, yeah, he's like, I, ah, I don't really know um, why. Why did he do the thing? I was I was looking at him. Um, all right, Josh, are you ready to rate 1998's The Truman Show? Do you give it a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby? Yeah, I'm going to give this a uh, uh, nothing clever, just a, a, be kind of rewind. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was just trying to think of a fun one and I gave up on it. I'm just giving it a be kind of rewind. Yeah. It's even though I didn't feel like I got as much out of this time. You brought up some really good points and correlations between what's happening right now in this movie but i just didn't feel it with this movie and i wanted to Mm. but that's okay because it's okay gizmo i think gizmo's you want to go out and pee don't you hi gizmo you need to Uh, pee uh and that's fine because i think as as a movie it it stands the test of time pretty well oh yeah for sure not not entirely problematic aside for the fact that it's just like I, I mean that it's like a depiction of white suburbia and like here's a ma- a white male figure that kind of like is meant to feel like the world is about him right and i th- you know when you really cut the movie down to its core it's like breaking the illusion of that is what the movie is about but i think there's a lot of people that can walk away from this going like oh everything is kind of about me <laughs> and yeah that was an interesting uh, comment that you made earlier that this would this would be fuel for somebody who's already very self-centered to be like oh my gosh i didn't even think about the fact that i could be the center of a tv show and i don't even know it um you know yeah just like the people that like people like the idea of like they're in the matrix or right. something like that there is something beyond the reality that we have now, although it might be more, you know, cruel or, or uh, you know, disastrous or whatever you might want to call it. Yeah, it's just something else. Yeah. Um, well, what do you what do you give it? I would definitely give it a a be kind and rewind. I mean, this movie is is classic. It's it's one of those '90s movies where, you know, it would be really hard to get to make today. Because so many, you know, so many movie companies or, or producing companies are trying to, you know, they want to make money. So they, they kind of want to bet on something that, that they know will make money. Um, but I feel like the 90s had a lot of, you know, for better and for worse, I'm looking at you, Junior, um, movies where it's like, okay, they took a really crazy idea and like really went with it. And I, I really appreciate it for that historical context. Um, I think that like, same everything that it does it does well the the music is good the pacing is good it doesn't overstay its welcome it doesn't feel long um you know things are things are continually happening in the movie um it's funny it's well done. It, it's got some funny parts with with jim carrey doing his doing his shtick um it's it's well written yeah it's definitely well well written so i i really do think that like a modern audience wouldn't have any problem with with watching Truman Show. So, so yeah, 
double double be kind rewind from from us um i do have a recommendation though for for a movie we might have the same one i'm curious what what is your recommendation eternal sunshine of the spotless yeah of course it's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind well, he, it's the movie that I, I think it's his best movie because yeah. it's another big concept piece about your perception of reality and especially in that movie, your memories. Yes. Uh, but it's Jim Carrey playing a very complex character yeah. uh, in a very complex movie, especially the, uh, the concept, let alone from the acting. And it's just, I think that's a tremendous movie and I'm surprised that gets, that does not get a, as good of a review on. Uh, I mean, Rotten it's, Bates. it's, I think that's bullshit. It's close. It's 93% and this one is 95%, but yeah, I mean that those, both of these movies do have, a sci-fi element but in a kind of relatable like in a reality that is very similar to our own um you know like you you could imagine somebody coming up with with this with this technology um and for for Jim Carrey specifically i really feel like this is where he stretches his acting chops the most because he's yeah. doing the least. Like he's doing the least amount of his own like kind of craziness. Well, he's said in interviews that his role that he played in Eternal Sunshine was the closest role that he's ever done that's like that's to himself. Oh, is that I, like, I didn't I've never heard that. But that makes yeah, well, that makes is, sense. Th- this is another movie that came up in that class because it's it's you know another another oh, yeah. that's a big concept kind of thing. But it I was think written it's by a, a Charlie Kaufman, more... so it's got so much symbolism and oh, like yeah. really well well written. So. I think it's much much more relatable too. Oh yeah, the idea of trying to forget bad experiences mm-hmm. or that like the idea of like oh if something never would have happened i would have been i'd be so much better off yeah i think that's a way more relatable idea and powerful idea than god what if everything is a tv show and what happens if i get out of it like <laughs> uh, yeah i mean at the end of that movie he's just kind of like his last line is, "If I don't see you, good afternoon." He, it's the same line that he says at the top of the movie. It's not he hasn't changed. He's still the same person. He's just yeah. free. Where Eternal Sunshine is like, oh, he goes through some shit. He does go through some shit, but I I think the interesting thing about Eternal Sunshine is that like they keep getting back together. Like even though yes. even though they want but to that's forget, a, that's a really interesting. That's a really but that's a powerful choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it it I I really I can't say enough good things about that. If you've never seen that one, I would I would actually say watch that before this one. But you can watch both of them. It's okay. You can watch them both. You can do it. I believe in you. So do I. Well, thank you again, all of you, for for listening to another wonderful episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Uh, Our audio mixing and original music is done by yours truly, Evan William Crockett. Our artwork for the podcast is done by Kersey Barrett-Torme. You can find her on Instagram at madebykersey, K-E-R-S-E-Y. And this amazing podcast is produced by the lovable and beautiful... Joshua Bowen. Josh, you want to tell the fine folks so they can support the podcast? I'm a producer. 
blah 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 bang 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 bing bang i'm a producer bing bang bang uh you can find us on patreon we're on there you can throw some shekels at us because we make this on our free time yes and we'll actually probably we get we we have some merch that i don't think is surfaced at all but uh <laughs> we might have some content that we'll put up i don't know we're gonna do with that video that we recorded yet like maybe that's a patreon thing maybe it's not but anyway we might have some fun stuff going up there but go find us on there you dingus <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Season four. We love you. Welcome to season four. Mm, Boopy. Bye. Bye.